0: May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. I'd like you to picture a hypothetical conversation. Did you put the bins out? Yes. Did you lock the door? Yes. Did you book the hotel? It'll be fine. Get on the donkey. (laughs) Sound familiar? One way or another? Without the go to double check. Hypothetical conversation, but you wonder whether that was going on between Mary and Joseph as they set out, followed by that oh no moment when they arrive. We are at the start Of our Christmas celebrations. Jesus, God made man, is born. We've blessed the crib at the start of this Midnight Mass. We know the story so well, don't we? Combining Luke and Matthew's Gospels to hear of the journey to Bethlehem, Jesus' birth, the visit by the shepherds guided by angels, then the visit of the Magi guided by a star. The retreat into exile in Egypt to avoid the young Jesus being murdered by Herod, and so much more. We know it, we're familiar with it. We don't even give it a second thought sometimes because it's just there, isn't it? And here we are again at the start of this time, the start of Christmas. And that potential exchange between Mary and Joseph reminds us that it wasn't all plain sailing that first Christmas. A long journey while heavily pregnant sounds tricky. Just last weekend, we went away to London and just that journey into London with packing the car, planning charging points along the way, what idiot thought it was a good idea to have an electric car? Avoiding traffic, finding somewhere to park near where we were staying, find the place where we were staying, come to that, discover there's no milk in the fridge, so we then need to get off to a shop to get the milk, and so on, all of which had the potential to be somewhat stressful. And that's without considering whether you're in the car on your own or with anyone else. But 2,000 years ago, while heavily pregnant doing this journey, it doesn't bear thinking about really. But they do it. And they arrive. And then, nowhere to stay. So Jesus, God made man, is born in a... Far from ideal setting. What must Mary have thought? Come to that, what did she say to Joseph about having nowhere to stay, if she was still speaking to him at that point? What was going on through their minds at that moment? Maybe it all felt a bit of a mess that first Christmas and that's without giving birth with all the animals nearby. But in the midst of that mess was something quite wonderful, which both the shepherds and later the Magi came to witness. God was made man. The long-awaited Messiah has arrived. Albeit in a somewhat unexpected way. as prophesied in some ways in Mary's Magnificat. The norms of the world are turned upside down. It's not a king born in a grand palace, but amongst the animals, in an insignificant place. That said, God is here among us. Why? Because we are loved by God. Each and every one of us, no matter who we are, no matter where we've come from, no matter what we have or haven't done in our lives, we are loved by God. And so because of that love, God gave us the most wonderful present, himself. It's often said that imitation is the greatest form of flattery. And so what does that mean when God literally imitated humanity, becoming one of us, becoming man, and in such an inauspicious way, not in a grand way? In St John's prologue, the start of John's gospel, we hear so much in the beginning was the Word, we are told. In the beginning was the Word. Right from the start of time, right from the beginning, existed Jesus. Right from the beginning, God had planned to be born a human. Because we're loved so much. It wasn't the case of God thinking, no, they've messed up yet again. What can I do to try to drum them into action this time? To sort them out? Send, send Jesus? No. Right from the start, God had planned to be born human, to become man, to walk among us. Mm-hmm. And we hear, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Another translation of that says, the Word was made flesh and lived in our neighbourhood. A bit more immediate a bit closer, a bit more intimate, because God wasn't and isn't distant. It's not a case of God becoming man and living in a posh area, cut off from the rest of us behind all those electric gates and security guards and all that stuff, or on a private island somewhere. Only one step away from just watching over like Big Brother. No, that's not what it is. God is living in our neighborhood, walking these streets, getting irritated by the 20 mile an hour speed limits, no doubt, and everything else that it is to be human, good, bad, and indifferent, God was born to experience that. God wants to experience all of that because we are loved by God so much. It is this love that we celebrate at Christmas, God's love for us, for each and every one of us. We are called to show that love and share that love, God's love, With others who are around us. As we are loved by God, we are called to love others in the same way. And so at Christmas, wherever we're going to be spending the next days, let us celebrate that love and share that love with all those we meet, with all those we spend time with. The Word was made flesh and dwelt in our neighbourhood. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen.